0: This is NRL Boom Rookies.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Boom Rookies. I am Matt Bungard and joining me as always, Nick Campton. Hello. That's right, I'm back. And uh, joining us to discuss all things Gold Coast Titans, he is the head B-guy at Sportsbet. Chris Chard, welcome. A fine, my to you all, guys. <laughs> I'm very worried that like with the 3 of us here especially this could devolve into esoteric Simpsons references like very very quickly and nothing will get done but that's well, yeah, a risk I'm willing our, to take
2: our large titans our large titans' listenership will be up in arms <laughs> that we didn't yeah. give their brave lads enough attention. That's true. They're out there, mate. Titans the silent, Nation, where are you? The, uh... the silent majority. And
1: I mean, Chris, you just really summed up our enthusiasm for the Titans with that uh, so, uh, that you just did because... Yeah, yeah we'll try supporting them. <laughs> <him, so>, uh... <laughs> um, you know, it's fair to say last year didn't go great. Um Didn't come last, which is good. Um, Didn't really inspire a lot of confidence for most of the season and then the entire offseason has been dominated with talk about your best player leaving which i mean is still up in the air as we go into this year so that's great um but we should start with trying to be positive um where do you see improvements in the titans in
0: 2023 um yes marvelous question that um i guess they went into to last year without a hooker which is not ideal in the modern game, being the most important position on the field at all. <laughs> could it could have been an oversight? So having a hooker in Sam Barrels—that's um—that's that's a good start, you know. Like he seems like a lovely, polite young chap. Um, you know, would have probably preferred Brendan Smith, but you know, Saturday rooster got got him. Um, so having a hooker is pretty good. A premiership winning hooker. Yes. Um. You know, pray he stays healthy. He's only a young kid. And he's had some knee injuries, but uh, that's pretty good. Um, can't complain about that. Um. Yes. So on that front, we've got Hooker and I guess they've also bought Kira Foran, um, which is pretty strange in my book. Um, I'm not sure if I'm totally about it, to be honest with you. Bit of a bit of a weird one. Um, it was a bit like watching Adam Reynolds do very well at Brisbane and saying, okay, get us an experienced halfback. You know, oh, he's not, Adam Reynolds is gone, you know, so let's get me his New Zealand, you know,
1: yeah, uh, non-Union equivalent <laughs> <and>, <laughs>
0: Kieran Foran he's on down like eh, Kieran Forein's um you yeah, know he's had some injuries over there Well the there's,
1: if there's one thing I know about Kieran Foran it's that he only succeeds at Manly like he could be dog shit at the Titans for 2 years and I have mm. no doubt that he could go back at age 40 to Manly in like 2027 20, and he'd be fine again He
0: certainly uh seems at home at Manly um so it's very very strange uh very strange I, I don't know what the background is there uh yeah, with Holbrook and Foran, Um it's none as far as I know, um, all, all the support staff.
1: Um, I so will you- say, though, like, I know this is a cop-out answer a lot of the time, and people talk about culture, and I do think we overrate this stuff a lot of the time, but he is a well-liked teammate, he's a good influence... Uh, it was certainly a good influence on younger players at Manly. He's a good clubman. And you guys have had some issues with that. I mean, the Kevin Proctor incident last year, the complete lack of leadership in a few games last year. I mean, I love Tino, but that that press conference after that, that capitulation against Brisbane was a clear sign of a lack of leadership in the dressing room. And, and if Kieran Foran doesn't bring anyone else, he probably will at least bring some degree of sort of organization and, and structure to a locker room that sorely needs it. I mean, do you think that there's that's probably the main reason that they've done this?
0: Yeah, like probably. I mean, the annual Broncos capitulation was pretty ugly. Um, I, I like shaved head Kieran Foran a lot more than floppy head Kieran Foran. Um, and no, a
2: lot more, lot more no nonsense when he yeah, does. Yeah, it
0: seems. Like I tried to take special interest in him at the World Cup, playing for New Zealand. Um, tried to see how he went there. I can't. Nothing really sticks out as being particularly great or awful. I think he was pretty solid. Um, good kicking game um so yeah you're probably right um they don't sort of seem to have a a natural captain at the moment um so yes someone to guide them around the park um and with a a decent dummy half uh yeah you're probably right there mate um a bit of experience i mean he's 400 years old so um you know (laughs) you can't buy that experience can you You can't. The,
2: the thing that I didn't quite understand about the foreign signing is they like they their halves are already quite crowded. Like they seem to think that A. J. Brimson's a 5'8", even though I think he's more of a fullback. They've got um Tana Boyd who came into first grade sort of towards the end of last year, and he was probably one of their better players on their run home. They got Toby Sexton, who they can't seem to make their mind up about. They're either all in on him or they think he's shit at us. They're sort of bouncing back between those all the time. So I guess if you don't know what you're doing and you already don't have any answers, why not just add in another question while you're at it? Why not just be as confusing as possible at all times?
0: Yes. um, Chaos theory. Um, It looks like from this weekend's trial list that Tanner Boyd's halfback and Sexton's 5'8", which you'd probably say that Foran's going to start 5'8", and Boyd will probably be halfback. They'll probably start Brimson at fullback and then Jaden Campbell on the bench, which... Is a, is a bit of a bummer. Um, I know there was a, a big push from a lot of the fans to have Brimson play in the centres. I bring it up regularly, and um, Joel Kane, Bet Fame. We talk about this a lot. That Brimson played centre in you know, Origin Free two thousand and one, and he marked one Tom Trebouvidch, and it had, wow, had a wow of a game. You know, very easily contained Trebouvidch, and also played very good ind- individually with the ball in hand. So, and the Titans centres stocks aren't. Anything amazing, so I don't know. I just feel like getting Jaden Campbell and Brimson on the field at the same time would probably be the best for an attack, which doesn't score an awful lot of points. Um, and Brimson's a pretty strong defender in the front line as well. So yeah, it's a weird one. But as you're right, you're right. We we'll probably end up with Jaden Campbell and Sexton both on the bench round one.
1: <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> It is just... funny how we're obsessed with moving our best players to other positions for like reasons. I was so like...
0: just about to bring about
1: the biggest problem
0: last, well, you know, the whole time Justin Holbrook's been coach is that it seems we don't have our, we have, don't settle on our team until around 17. Um, but that's not yeah.
1: his fault. <sighs> it's just, it, unless it, they it, win, then it's his doing. But if they like, lose, it's not his fault.
0: Let's try three different hooker combinations. And like, oh, come on, man. Just,
1: you got just, just, just Chris. When it's round four and Sam Beryl's is playing halfback, you're just going to <clears> have to deal with it.
0: Work, work it out earlier, please. Just something.
1: <laughs> well, they can't take the preseason challenge lightly, so they can't use that time to work out combinations. They they got to be full systems. Go.
2: Oh, so.
0: man, the preseason challenge is the Titans' time to shine. um, You know, <laughs> it, it'd be it'd be almost funny actually. The Warriors are in a good shout after showing tonight. Uh, <laughs> I just love one of those meme clubs to to win this preseason challenge and hold up. Have they got a trophy? Uh, honestly, Valendis surely, has, sure, they've got. landy's hasn't made a trophy. He'll get to the night before and
2: be like, "Oh shit, what have we got that's, hanging around?" That's here? probably true. You will
0: grab the Goodwill Trophy out of the Phillips Street Leagues yeah. Club. Um, that big get the 04, 9s Trophy. No, out. he'll take
2: he'll take the World Sevens Trophy. Sevens Trophy, just so just cross yeah, the, oh, yes. cross, the, yes. cross the name out and then write it on in text or Tigers something. cold dead hands. Was know,
1: like... do you remember when Parramatta had to give the Nines Trophy back? Yeah, they got done for A dark day, a dark day in NRL history um, um the, yeah, <laughs> the
0: yeah look, rainbow trophy i mean yeah. what
1: do you dream about ever being able to graduate from meme club that cares about winning the preseason challenge to actual premiership contender and i mean what steps i mean what do you think they've done anything i mean we just talked about them for 10 15 minutes and you sounded pretty sad the whole time like um, there's two things number one i personally you know the way
0: i look at you know the First, two rules of the Buddha and all that. Like, I'd be a 2005 Tigers style win would just be fine for me, you know, just one glorious year and then just you know, resting on the laurels for the next 20. That, that would be my, my dream job. I like it's that. Too, yeah. It's too stressful to follow a good team and be worried about them losing all it the does time. Suck. Um, another thing is, I heard a quote during the week from one of the Titans development officers, and they said with uh, quite a bit of fanfare that. We have the most Australian schoolboys players on our books, and it's one of those things that, on one hand, you are like, oh, yeah, get this, but then you sort of think, hang on, if you've got the most Australian schoolboy players on your books and you're not winning games, it doesn't it's not a great reflection of you as a club? Does, does
1: that include like guys like there might be like some journeyman squad players who are like thirty now that have played Australian schoolboys? What well, does he mean, current Australian schoolboys?
0: Um, uh, I think in the in recent history i don't right, think okay. he's counting kieran foreign in that <laughs> maybe he is <laughs> that'd be funny i'm pretty sure he did play a at school boys. Yeah. um no i think he's talking uh recently um and you know like it's, it's not always uh, a great indication because obviously there's an australian school boys team picked every year so yes some of the superstars do play in it but also yeah you yeah, know you have a lot of bog standard, you know, 50 grand bog stippers, um as well, and, you know, some journeymen and stuff. But it was interesting. I sort of thought that, and you're like, oh, that means they're sort of looking at young guys, which is cool, but also if they're not going on to be superstars, it's like, well, you've sort of blown those guys' career images. So that was an interesting one for me.
1: Yep, I think it's, that's totally fair. Um One guy we've not talked about yet, and the biggest story, for both of your clubs, really, Nick, because, I mean, the, the, the Lion Green faithful in Canberra have been Deluding themselves into thinking they're getting Dave for for a good few months now. Um, I've had
2: I've, I've I've had guys camping out at the airport with a welcome David banner for um, months now. Like Chris, they're, they're they're ready <laughs> at a moment's notice. Does, like
1: how frustrating is it to just have like by far like your most talented player's future just be constantly dissected in public every day and sort of I mean Gunty head right now. Do you think he's sticking around?
0: Yeah, I think he'll stick around, uh, <laughs> Dave doesn't look like to me like the most super motivated guy in the world and oh what well, i mean he's 22 sort of thing and i think he can have another couple of years on the gold coast where his family is and his friends are and things like that and if in another two years the titans haven't played finals and he's like oh you know now it's time for me to win a competition you know i'm in my prime 24 to 26 as a as a second roller, so i think he'll probably take a couple of years more years at the titans and you know just have a you know, enjoy himself and then perhaps knuckle down for the his premiership run, you know, in his mid 20s. Um, with another club,
1: is it? Do you think he's just someone that like is just struggling because he's so talented, but the team around him is just not really going anywhere? And on top of that, regardless of how well or how poorly he plays, he's got he gets the finger pointed at him every week. I mean, it is. If particularly if you're not a guy that's like driven, you know, first one in at training, last one out kind of guy, which I don't think he is, it must be really, really hard to like really try and do your best in that environment, right? That has to be a part of it. So, like, how ha- how can they how can they do a better job of getting that out of him? How can they, aside from just like you know, signing more good players?
0: Yeah, just give him do the Nelson Mun thing, you know, like passing the ball. And He'll do that <laughs> a few times a year. That's fantastic and. Yeah, I shouldn't slag him off because I, I think he costs too much. Like every okay. week, like Dave didn't score three tries this like, week. You know huh? what's he doing? And you're like,
2: well, you know, I mean, nobody but, scored three tries it, this week. Yeah, the Titans. He's
0: not alone. Before they scored, before they got him, they were just hopeless in the other team's twenty. So before they signed Dave, they get to the other team's twenty meters and they just die. And what Dave is giving him is basically when they get in the other team's twenty, it's like now they've got a player who can just barge that twenty metres. And he can do that. And yeah, he was the highest try score a year before last. Um so yeah, but I mean he's never gonna be a, a bow for more. Um he, they play the same position, but they're two very different guys. One's got a pretty big motor and it's quite quick. Dave's sort of a power player. Um yeah, I I guess just you know, give him ball in, in better position um, and try to play both sides of the field. And for God's sake, don't play him at center ever again.
2: <laughs> yeah. I think you've, you've kind of nailed it there, Chris. I think the the real failing with Fafita on the Titans, with Fafita on the Titans isn't feeder himself. It's just mm. kind of yeah. the way they used it. I'm not saying they got to run a bunch of crazy plays for him, but just like put him on the one edge every week, put the same guys around him for more than a month or something and just and like run stuff for him. Just say to him, if you just run this line every time, you'll probably get the ball. And if you probably get the ball, you're probably going to do something with it. You know yeah. what I mean? And then once you get him as like a fluid part of the attack, you can run other things off him. You can use him as a decoy. You can hope open up that whole edge for you. But it seems like they just they just don't seem that interested in building their attack that way. They'll chuck him in the centers for a week or they'll bring him off the bench, or you know, they'll do all sorts of weird shit with him. They won't just let him settle. You know, and that tied yeah. into what you were talking about before. Like Holbrook loves shuffling the deck, but at some point, you got to just put your cards down, man. And you've got you got the ace of spades in for feeder. Just like let him sit there for a while and, and, and see how it goes. Let him settle.
0: I'm hoping contract year for feeder is a thing. So, you know, uh, that would be nice as well. So, but yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, he doesn't have to do 20 runs a game. i rather him do six very good runs um, and just sort of work those players and perhaps for hitting him in a second man, players might, might do that. Um, but you know, time will tell. Um, but you know, you only sort of, you know, after Raiders stole Ryan James, um, you know, it sowed the seeds there for hatred so you know just another chapter in the never-ending rivalry between the titans that's, and the that's raiders colours, yeah ricky's
2: been, way- yeah, been writing that book a few to for years now the, the,
0: the wayman and and delaney um <laughs> oh eagerly
2: eagerly awaiting the sequel between those two you mentioned oh. you talked about both or more a little bit earlier and he's someone that i've really rated for A couple of years now because what of a, what you were saying, what, like, what, he's what got a that dashing good man he is. That's um, it, man. Like, he can fucking, he can really, really go. Well, i really such a big fella.
0: I was upset he didn't play in State of Origin last year. I thought he, he'd just be such a fantastic player for Queensland to have on the bench, you know, covering both second-round and center, just so
2: fast. Um, mm.
0: yeah, just a, a fantastic player, and you know, uh, a future captain of the club.
2: Oh, Eddie, <laughs> praise. Like, say, say you go for feeder Firm or second row, you've got Tino and Mo Fodowaker in the middle and Verrells at hooker. Like, that should be the start of something at that's very fun. least. Like, that's yeah. something that you can really build a club on. So I know we're all pretty low on the Titans. And I know, Chris, you sort of said that you kind of want them to stay there because following a good team is very stressful and probably bad for you in the long run. But, like, it, there are there are pieces there, you know. But they've had all those pieces for a good couple of years now. And Holbrook just hasn't really taken advantage of him. So I guess the question for for you, Chris, is how do you see Holbrook last in the season, or do you think he's gone and we get like a former Titans legend like Mark Minicello taking up the clipboard mid season and whipping the boys into shape? Like, what yes, are you looking and, for here? Uh,
0: and what magnificent shape the uh, Ferrari is in too. Um, when I've, I've seen him a couple of times down at Burley, um, still looking good um i always used to love it he used to drop so many balls because they're just hissed. oh my god he he, was... he's, got, he's, he's got his little alligator arms and they hit oh the dude don't that. start
1: me oh my god he could could hit a hole but my god he's trying yeah. to catch the ball oh um but uh you know
0: perfectly honest i don't think i know this talk from um you know in sydney about whole books performance but the vibe up here in the Gold Coast, he's under no pressure. He's, he's fine, yeah. Like <laughs> he's, he's a very likable dude. Um, for the media and they like talking to him, and he doesn't sort of rant and rave. He just sort of keeps his calm. And and you know the, the fact is yeah, he has won a premiership in the Super League, so everyone can point back to that. Um, yeah. And there's not anyone that's super duper next cab off the rank. Um, yeah. You go through those stages where it's like, well, Jason Demetriou is right there, but yeah, at the moment it's like. Well, who's next cab off the rank? Uh, Mick Potter had an all right thing with the Tigers last year. There's there's no one like really pushing the hand with Christian Wolf coming back uh, from St. Helens and, and obviously linking up with Redcliffe. It's not like there's some gun ready to go. Um, so unless they go totally pathetic for the first, you know. Win one out of eight or something. Um, yeah, he's pretty safe, as I said. Yeah, yeah uh,
1: I mean we've made that point in the show before. It's like if if they were Sydney club, he would the blowtorch would have been on him pretty hard last year at times. I think, but because it was the Titans, uh no one cared. And yeah, that's just pretty an unfortunate reality. As I
0: said, he seems like quite a nice nice fella. <laughs> that for a lot up here, you know. Like, yes, and you know they want stability in the club, and uh, you know they're letting him do his thing and the feeder clubs are going pretty good and you know the Titans Junior thing's going pretty good so they sort of feel like everything's on the upward trajectory and hopefully last year was a, a bit of a blip well um, what? Fair blip though. who are, who are some young guys you've got your eye on um big one um a gentleman by the name of Josiah. Pahalu, um, he was the captain of Ipswich High that won the uh, school boys competition last year. He's only 18 years old. Um, played a couple of host cup, Q cup games last year. But um, he's just one of those guys who is 18, but you're probably going to play NRL this year. He just feels like, just seems like, a bit like Mo Awaker did uh, a few years ago. He just looks so settled and so easy. Um uh and i think with the titans letting go a few forwards and um, they let go gerald wallace they let go aaron cannings they let go uh S E S E. um so guys who you know probably were sitting on the bench yeah uh, but you know big guys and they did buy uh stimson but i haven't bought heaps in the, in the front row so yeah I, I can see him playing some nRL this year and as said seems a, a good level-headed dude
2: and you know pretty talented, I, so, yeah
1: i googled him while you were talking and fittingly his junior club was the springfield panthers so
2: <laughs> it's all coming home it, it is, is. I, I thought topes. it was it was a strange move releasing Aaron Canning's, but I guess when you haven't played first grade in twelve years, at some point you've got to you've got to move on as a club. You know, oh, great, Luke, this, greater, this, great around the great around the boys though. This
1: is Luke Bailey's last year at the club, I think. So oh, who, who, uh, mate, who, I'll
2: tell who, you, George, this is the, Cannings, Jordan right? Atkins. This is the year it all comes home for him. <laughs> who was I thinking of? um uh, Lasoni, oh, Sam Lasoni, sorry. I you...
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> some reason, for some reason, I've a ball in...
1: legend Sam For some reason, I've got
0: Aaron Canning's in the same book yeah. No, what a book Sam, it is. Sam um I'd read that book. Big man with um, sweet hands. You know, he had that game in um, you know, the Q Cup in the end of last year. Between, um, what yeah, what,
2: that, that, what what happened there? Because it seemed like he went back to the Q Cup in the finals and just turned into, like, oh, Arthur, Arthur Beats and crossed with a fullback. Yeah, like he was scoring 50-metre tries and putting bikes a, through holes. I was like, where the fuck's this been, Sam? Jesus. Yeah, a, oh, I
0: thought he was a great player. He, he – just legitimately very big and with fast hands, and you could know, only place it up half an hour. But, um, you know, at, at a level below NRL, he's a brilliant player. Uh, um, yeah, so yes, and uh, what is the matter the Dolphins? Yeah, Sam Lassone, big, that was a big Sam man. Well, I mean, I, I, can't, it's not bad either, so.
1: I, I'm sure you're familiar with the, the game that we invented, Aurora Ball. Sam Lasone is my MVP. I've th- I picked him more times than any other player, and he's never let me down. Letting me yeah. down would involve scoring a try, which he never did. So good for him,
2: Chris. You mentioned Redcliffe just before. Are you worried about the Titans losing their mantle as the Southeast Queensland team that inspires the most Malays?
0: Um, <laughs> yes, it's, a, it's an interesting point. It could happen.
2: Um,
0: because you don't have much, but you do have that. It really, it really could happen. I'm, I'm very interested to, to work out the um the dynamics between the. The Titans and the Dolphins, you know, uh, having a common enemy in the Broncos. And um, you yeah, know, the Dolphins are, are going for a bit of a vibe on the Sunshine Coast as well. And Sunshine Coast and Gold Coast have always had this vibe where they sort of encircle Brisbane and, and both hate them, but sort of have this friendly understanding between the between themselves. So um it, it it could happen, you know. Um and there's there's a fair few, few Titans players there as well. Um God, we um we did offload our Jonah. Uh, Jermaine Osako to them. That was pretty much what I knew the Titans season was boring last year when they bought Osako. I'm like, hang on a second. No one who wants to buy the cop goes out and recruits Jermaine Osako. There's, I just knew, you know, the moment he came on board, he's like, yeah, like a Jonah, you know, it was just all downhill. And he just, some of the things that happened to him, he's just the unluckiest dude in the world. Like That thing
2: you saw it in the in the, in the Q Cup semi final. Oh my yeah. god, for just... people that didn't see it, Chris, can you just run through that series? <laughs> of Uh, um, that happened to me. I'd jump in front of a train like the poor bugger. So it was a dropout which he put out on the full, uh, in Golden Point, wasn't it? Uh, oh, there's something before that as well. No, he, so, he, he dropped, he dropped, the, he let the kickoff bounce, yes. In golden point. and when he went for the short dropout, he goes oh,
1: yeah, yeah. for the short dropout. I'm it defending him. him. I think the, oh. I think the 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 forward stuffed it up. I think the execution was fine from poor So that's the,
2: yeah. But then the short dropout, that's kind of all on him. And Toby Toby Sexton's in yeah, blowing up to likes, but Asago just
0: God, he could find trouble. That boy, so it's Wayne's problem now. He just, I mean, he, he looks the package, but God, just yeah. As I said, he's just cursed. Um, so I offloaded him to Redcliffe now. So interesting yeah <laughs> yeah yeah the funny part but i've got uh yeah you know, i've got a, a, one of my brother's mates who used to work with the broncos is now at red cliff and just putting out spot fires left right and center everything from the jersey debacle to the logo to the no name it's just <laughs> everything just it was supposed to be this goodwill and now uh actually I'll tell you a story that happened today we were filming this nrl video and um yeah, making fun of all the clubs, and we had a thing with the Dolphins, and their logo was on something. And one of the people down here from Melbourne was like, "Oh, is that the, the new club, the Dolphins?" And we're like, "Yeah, yeah." And they're like, "Oh, were well, you guys are not allowed to use the real logo?" And we're like, "No, that's that's the <laughs> logo, and that's a logo." Like, <laughs> and the whole thing about them wanting to have like the dolphin is red. Like, I don't know if you guys know this, but as a Q- Q- Queensland Cup team, Redcliffe, you said this cool mascot called Flipper. But they wanted to change it to a red dolphin. There's no such thing as a red dolphin. There's a pink it's dolphin. So they've created this red dog-looking monstrosity. It's an affront to the Lord. Um, yeah, it's
2: just oh, is there any 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 bad blood because you guys couldn't call yourself the dolphins as you originally wanted to?
0: Shout well, out. I guess it's more yeah. like um that's actually like, well, you said you wanted to join the NRL only did. Um, I've got a lot of respect for Redcliffe in, in in that sense. Um, I like the BRL connection and the fact that when they said that at the time, everyone was like, "You're never going to be in a room. What are you talking about?" And they are so, you know, fool me, I guess. Um, they're a I'm... club that wanted to do it. They went out and built the stadium and and got, you know, they built a stadium before they had a team, and they just kept pushing. And you know, I mean, Brown snakes would have been nice, but you I know, think. That's the dream. I That's forgot dream. about that when Still, Ma- Michael, what was, was his
1: name? Brian Searle went on the movie show yeah, and, yeah. and was like, oh, yeah, we've signed Brian Carney and we're called the Dolphins. And then neither of those things happened.
0: Yeah, so. if Brian Carney arrived. He just went home after three days.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then played for Newcastle
0: for pretty for one good. Day.
2: He went down to surface for one day, got a fucking terrible sunburn, and he said, you know what? None of hot. this. None yeah,
0: of this for me. I know I'm talking about curses and things, but Titans do have a curse of uh, English players as well. Um, there was him, Brian Carney. who's, who's Irish, obviously, but you know left straight away. Yeah, yeah. There, there was um Richie Richie, Mattes, Richie Mattes, who, Mattes, who yeah. was in yep, the original yep, yep, squad. Yep. Who you know, and then there was Dan who Remember Dan Sargentson? Oh
2: God, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the I one, certainly do. The
0: only thing I remember him doing in the NRL was at Shark Park. Jared Hayne threw him this cutout pass, and it was a good pass from Hayne. Dan Sargent was unmarked in the corner, and literally just. I remember this. Flew through his hands. Yeah. Like, and then he got in a fight at his <laughs> pub, and then he went home. Just, just an utter, just an utter idiot. And then, oh there was one more player who was pretty good. It was Joe Greenwood. Joe then, Greenwood. Jake, Joe Greenwood. He was pretty was good, okay. and then Gough Gar- right. Brennan just hated him. Just didn't play him. Just sent him away. So. Had to
2: beat the curse.
0: Um. So yeah, the curse is still going. Um. And know, yeah, Holbrook. Coaching Sibley, maybe, League, maybe curse could be there, but uh <laughs> I haven't had a lot of luck with the English men so far. Yeah.
1: Sam Tompkins didn't play for the Titans, but it kind of feels like he did. I'm happy yeah. to just think... <laughs> You know what, Let's
2: try and let's try and Mandela effect that one into reality. Okay, good. Like I'm if not... we just tell enough people that Sam Tompkins played on the twenty sixteen Titans, maybe it'll be, <laughs> maybe it'll come true. What are
1: they gonna do? Put us in footy jail? I don't
0: think so. God, um yeah, it was pretty heady days then. I did sort of I was working for the ARL slash Titans when it was all going on and God, I was like, oh, we're going to sign Jonah Lomu. Like, what the <laughs> hell? God. I flew Lomu over here, got him in a helicopter, and he, he rocked up, and Lomu's wife was his manager, and she just said he wants a million dollars a year, and I like, oh, well, the salary cap was like three and a half million, so he can't do it. She <laughs> I just, I just went
2: home. Like, you didn't, couldn't do that over the phone? Like, <laughs> you know
0: I've,
2: I I heard some, I've heard some wild stories about Jonah Lomu's many sort of flirtations with rugby league the one that i've heard about him coming to the titans is again his wife was his manager and his wife demanded 50 percent of the gate from every single home game they played which That's I, I i which again I, I think they should have. they should have done it they i think they should it. have
1: said yes and then played every game behind closed doors damn. free gotcha. free a free jonah lomu little <laughs> trick they don't tell you about in uh, business school
0: damn like yeah they should have just you know kept poaching West Tigers players like they did. Um you know yeah. Scott's out that seemed to work, right? So uh, yeah. Um
2: but yes um well
1: yeah. I I I have got
2: them coming last. I'm sorry. I've there's one more guy I want to talk about. He's like kind of the one of Foreign's the big signing for the year but this one's this guy's the other one. Aaron Shop Aaron yeah I really liked him at Canterbury. I liked his physicality. I thought he he runs with a lot of power and I like that he's got a bit of He's got, a bit of, he's got a bit of muscle in his game too. He doesn't mind standing up to people. And that was important for Canterbury last year because they were kind of just getting walked over all the time. They had someone who could stand up for themselves a little bit. So I'm not 100% sure why Canterbury yeah. moved him on. It was a weird, wasn't it? Yeah, it was um, a strange maybe, one. He, maybe
0: Gaston liked him or something. Well, he, he, uh,
2: he had a good combo. Did he ever a play Fox for the and, or? Yeah, Well, you know,
1: Maybe <laughs> they knew they were getting Croydon and they'd want to give him a one-year deal or something. So. Yeah, um, but Sean's not
2: going there to play Forward. It's a centre. place centre, is he? But Chris, yeah, it you'll, looks- you'll you'll enjoy this, mate. He's um as a junior, he was more of a rugby player. I'm pretty sure he's a Shamrocks boy from yes, he did from do. Down Illawarra Rugby Way.
0: Play for the Frual Butchers in rugby league and, and the winner is Shamrocks. But I went to school with Shoppy's cousin. Um, was in my year at high school. He's a bit of a strange cat, but. <laughs> He's quite a bit older than Aaron Shop, the, the player, but um, yes, uh, Josh Shop went to school with him. Um, so yes, a bit of a name around the northern suburbs of Wollongong. Um, yeah, he's got a bit of the bow champions about
1: him. Um, yes, another I former like tight,
0: another former Titans player who I'm
1: very interested right now. So.
0: Yeah, he didn't, didn't have um, you know, a great run at the Titans. Um, good player, <coughs> nice strong player, couldn't pass, never pass the ball once, um, which was a bit of a bit of a problem for him. Um, couldn't pass the ball right to left. A bit of the Brett Delaney's, you know, like strong center, but. Yeah, didn't didn't love to pass, but yeah, um, as I touched on earlier, center's not been a great position the last couple of years. Um, Herbert and Kelly, you know, were pretty hit and miss last year, unfortunately. Um, I do like, and I could say this every year, but Tremaine Spry will play Origin one day. Um, we've seen Queensland every center. year. Well, every year, every Chris stop. will
2: never back down from that one.
0: When he was playing for reserve grade Hel- Helensville Hornets last year, I still believed it, um, you know, after his awful injury. Um, yeah, which is such a shame. I'm um, I i I'm such a big spry believer. I just think he's got the, a spry guy. No, uh, the Hodges lope, um, you know, uh, I know it's crass to compare players across the years, but he, he's got that thing where he looks like he's going slow, but he's going fast, and he, he can palm off. Um a bit of a bummer, you know, a very tough mm. year for him last year. And um, I guess AJ Brimson had, you know, yeah. he's, uh, had a very tough off seasons as well. So be, he'll be, be interesting to, um, you know, yeah, and tough times for those two guys. So, yeah. Um, well, yeah. Anytime that,
2: any that you use the phrase, he's got a bit of the bode champions about him and you follow it up with, he's got a bit of the Brett Delaney's about him. Mm. I think we're kind of at all we can say about this team. Brett Delaney, a, who I've went to play prop. <laughs> oh, Brett Delaney's got the... I don't know, if you have seen him recently? He's got a tattoo of knuckle dusters on the side He's, of his head.
1: He looks... um Is Brett Delaney the one that's a massive Leeds United fan because yeah. he played for Leeds in the Super League? Yeah, yeah. he has sort
2: of... he is, he is very much become of Leeds in that Yeah, and um,
1: of... he also was the one who got king hit by Jamin Lowe because he, gave, yeah, him a, he yeah, gave him a gave score. A score yeah. Allegedly gave him a score game a little squeeze
0: daniel con daniel Conn. that's what, the con man um yeah oh right in front of me uh to that one nasty mm. um built a statue for him no? um <laughs> yeah brett delaney sort of went from you know yeah bulky sort of center to you know wide running back rower to the prop to um yeah sort of hard man hanging outside the pub uh, in leeds there he's uh He's a scary-looking man uh, these days, but Delaney, uh... get,
2: Brett Delaney. Get, 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 out, get out of bread if you're listening. Yeah. Brett Delaney said
1: he didn't do it for the record, said he didn't have a little squeeze. So there you go. I've,
2: I've, I've, I've got thought... the Titans in – I've got him in 16th.
1: There you go. Uh, Chris, what do you think? What's the um... best case for you here?
2: Yeah, I'd had a dream. <laughs> 15th. It's one of those
0: things. they have got the old Raiders thing where, you know, oh, they're going to go good, they go bad. Oh, they're going to come last. Oh, they go, okay. Um, and last year we thought they were going to go good and they went really bad. So this year is supposed to get spooned, So they're going to put them in 12th. Um, oh, Yeah. You know. That's, that's as much as I can ask for them. You know, if, the, if the Titans give me two hours of enjoyment a week and are still in the the vague hunt for a top eight spot after Origin Free, that's that's my two prerequisites
2: for the season. Uh, a man can dream of such lofty heights. Don't, you don't want yes. them to win. You just want footy to kind of happen to them.
0: Yeah, look, you know, as long as I don't have to turn it off at half time. You know, that's that's quite, true. What more
2: can uh, you ask for? Well, right. 12th, the gentleman's eighth. Yeah, <laughs>
0: exactly right.
2: Bring back the top, you know, wild cards for the.
1: Wildcard, yeah. <laughs> <That's
0: laughs>
1: Play. You might be three rounds left. You'll be in mathematical contention for the play-in game. That's the yeah, dream.
0: That, that's fine. Man. Um, yeah, yeah. Living the dream. Can't yeah. wait for that. Um, Chris, oh, anything?
1: Anything to promote before we get out of here? I do. Um, I ask this every
0: year. I never, never do, but I actually really do have one this year. Um, I know. Don't know. uh well, I'm assuming your fellowship has perhaps a dim view of the the program NRL 360. Um as I do, um, but uh, a good friend of mine, Mitch Warnless, has a, a animated TV series called NRL 420 um, and I think you guys would enjoy it um very much it's it's on youtube and there's quite a few episodes there and it's a savage parody of the uh, the nrl boomer talk fest um that sounds great nrl 420 um spread the word because it's not getting anywhere near as much love for how good it is and you know mitch is willing to take ideas on board and it's all hand done by mitch and labor of love and i think your listeners would enjoy it great well
1: i am googling it now and after we get out of here i'm going to watch a couple of these for sure Um, All right, Chris, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, Say goodbye. Yep. Goodbye, guys. Uh, Say goodbye, Cambo.
2: Goodbye, guys. May uh, everyone have the strength of William Zillman's many horses.
0: Yep.
1: And it's goodbye from me.